What's up, everybody? This is Scott Yeager here with another edition of Challenge Mania. That's right, the first episode of Challenge Mania of 2019. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings. Remember last week we teased VIP meet and greet passes and a trip to the Challenge Mania Live of your choosing would be on the line? Well, now the moment has come to unveil how you can win them. Stay tuned for later in this podcast. We have partnered up with DraftKings once again. All right. You didn't come for me, though. You came all year for this man, and you're coming all year in 2019 for this man as well, Mr. Derek Kaczynski. What's up, dude? Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Was that really annoying? No, I thought it was fine. Awesome. I, I like. I had to cup it. I had to cup it, so I wasn't just like projecting through the microphone. You I'm know what I mean? You cupped it. Yeah. So uh, happy New Year to everybody! Uh, an awesome, you know, all, all best wishes from me and Scott to have an awesome 2019. Um, I had some good quality family time over Christmas break. Um, we had some drama over Christmas break. That's not what we're going to no, talk about. No, and, and let me stop you right there, D, because this is a drama-free drama podcast. Zone. Now, don't, drama don't get me wrong. Zone. Don't get me wrong. Okay, if you guys right. are hungry for some stew. Later this week, we're having Miss Jemmy Carroll back on the podcast. We will dive deep yeah. into all the stuff that plagued our holiday season, to be honest with you. God forbid a challenge fan or challenge podcast host can just go on vacation, enjoy the holidays, hear some Christmas music, sip on some eggnog, ring in the new year with a little bit of cheer and delight. No chance. No chance in hell. No chance. You've got no chance in hell, my friends. But we will touch on all that. We're well aware of everything that's gone down on the internet and in the lives of some of the the uh, the challenge folks in the past few weeks and to everybody involved in in any of that stuff. We're thinking about you. So um, this podcast doesn't have that. This podcast is more of a retrospective on the year that was in the challenge world. And that will go down between myself. Derek Kaczynski and our guest returning to the podcast for his second time, the host of the challenge, TJ Lavin is on the show once again, folks. You've been asking for him all year, and we thought, what a better way to ring in 2019. I think we killed it with this one. Safe to say we killed it with this guest booking, Mr. TJ Lavin. Opening it up, 2019 with TJ Lavin? For real, Scott? Is this us? Yeah. Are we we here? Is this a warp zone? And what's awesome about TJ Lavin is that the dude does not hold back. He's an open book and he has, he has such a, a, like, you know, a lot of you guys have this great back catalog of knowledge that, uh, you know, when, when someone mentioned something that happened, when was the last time this happened on the challenge? TJ can do that too. You know, it's funny. There's a couple times in this interview where, no, when was the last time you saw someone get into a fight during the day? Oh, actually it was in Brazil. And, and it, he's got this great wealth of knowledge and experience and who better to talk about some of these challenge mania awards with than the guy who had a front row seat for all of it. So the Challenge Mania Awards, ladies and gentlemen, voting closes tonight, Wednesday, January 2nd, over at patreon.com slash challenge mania. Most of our patrons have voted already, but a few of you haven't, so make sure you get on that, because 1145 Eastern Time, sharp, with no exceptions, the voting closes. Uh, we also collected ballots from some Challenge alumni, 
Just to name a few, Mark Long, Darrell Taylor, Susie Meister, Sarah Rice, Weston Bergman, Melinda Collins uh, have voted for this as well. We also collected some ballots from some podcast hosts and challenge experts and people who cover the sport. Oh, that's right. I called it a sport. Emily oh. Longaretta from Us Weekly, the hosts over at Smashing Heads. We got Logan Giants Bane hooking us up with a ballot. So um, those folks weighed in as well. Obviously, D and I will give our two cents. However, D is not allowed to vote. For elimination of the year. I know what you guys are all thinking because he's a nominee in that category. So he does not get to vote in that particular category. But we're going to gather all the data. And next week, I believe, we'll be revealing the winners of the Challenge Mania Awards. And it's been really fun. And I think that, you know, we mentioned all the drama that sort of, you know, put a dark cloud momentarily over the Challenge world in, in late December here. But I think that the Challenge Mania Awards has been a breath of fresh air. And it's really been fun seeing you guys over on Facebook in the in the Challenge Fans Facebook group. And by the way, we gave all the moderators over at the Challenge Fans Facebook group, which has something like 20,000 members. It's a great place if you're not a member of that group. Go over there. There's tons of challenge chatter going on every day. We gave all the moderators votes over there because we needed to get their two cents, even if they weren't patrons. We needed it. Um, and then also Challenge Mania Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Challenge Mania podcast. There's also a Challenge Maniacs fan group. You can go search Challenge Maniacs for that as well. And uh, the conversations that have been going on there, on Instagram, on Twitter, it's been awesome just seeing people, even if they're not officially voting, just weighing in on the conversations for these 12 categories that we've made available for voting. It's been a really fun time to be a Challenge fan, to close out the year and to ring in the new year here, D. Boom! Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, we have TJ Lavin on the show. We gathered questions from our patrons. We wanted to keep this a surprise to most of you guys, but as a way to welcome a lot of our newer patrons, because these awards have brought in new patrons. We want to show them some of the privileges uh, by being a Challenge Mania patron. So we took questions exclusively from patrons, but don't worry, they did not let you down. We asked TJ a ton of stuff regarding the final reckoning, vendettas, the year that was. He even votes for some of the awards himself. It's a great interview. We think it will live up to the hype. And uh, let us know. Hit him up on Twitter at TJ Lav and let him know you heard him on the show. Hit me up at Shot of Jaeger. He's at Derek MTV on all platforms on Instagram. However, I am at Scott of Jaeger. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the show. But before we get to TJ, a uh, couple things I want to uh, touch on, which is, you know, we're doing these Challenge Mania live shows in the first quarter here of 2019. We have one in New York on January the 26th with Susie Meister, Kenny Santucci, Marie Rota. That's in New York City. We have another one in Chicago at the Chicago Improv. That's February the 9th. Weston Bergman, Nani Gonzalez, Melinda Collins, and some other guests we are not ready to name. Both of those shows, the meet and greet is sold out. Now, some of you guys get discouraged. You're like, oh, meet and greet sold out. I'm not going then. Come to the show. General admission tickets are still available. It's a 90-minute-plus stage show. The audience is part of the show. You'll be able to ask questions. If you stick around after, you'll probably still be able to get that selfie that you came for. Do not be discouraged if you get sold out of the meet and greet. We also have February 16th in Austin, Texas. Hunter Barfield and Nelson Thomas are our guests so far. More to be announced. Tickets available for that at ChallengeManiaTX.com. You can get tickets to Chicago at ChallengeManiaCHI.com, ChallengeManiaShy.com, and tickets for New York or ChallengeMania.live. The reason I just mentioned those three shows is because what we are doing this weekend, January 6th to be exact, is we are partnering once again 
with DraftKings. And DraftKings is daily fantasy sports. So if you your fantasy season is over, maybe you won the championship like Stephanie Severino did over in the Challenge Mania League. Maybe you didn't. Here's your chance to win VIP meet and greet tickets to the Challenge Mania Live you're choosing, and that includes New York or Chicago, even though technically those meet and greets are sold out. It also includes to-be-announced shows that we haven't even announced yet. If you're like, yeah, I don't really need them for New York or Chicago, or oh, I'm waiting for them to come to Seattle or Vegas or whatever, feel free to sit on it. It also includes the travel to the show. You'll get, if you win this contest, you win an additional $1,500 to put towards hotel, travel, and whatever else you want to use it on. So hey, if you don't even want to use it on that, pocket it, buy yourself an Xbox, who cares? It's an amazing contest we're doing with DraftKings. It costs $5 to play. Here's how you can be a part of it. You go to dkng.co slash challenge mania. That's dkng.co slash challenge mania. You draft a full lineup of players. Those are the players that are playing this Sunday. There's two games this Sunday, including a game that has your Chicago Bears in it, the Dub Bears. Yes, sir. You watch yes, your sir. players rack up the points on Sunday. If you score the most points, you win. Now, not only do you win the VIP meet and greet tickets, that's two tickets to the Challenge Mania Live of your choosing, you also get an additional $1,500 to put towards hotel travel, whatever else you want. That's a $1,700 value in total. The contest is only $5 to enter. It's an insane package, and we're pumped to get this thing going. Make sure you act quickly, though. This contest will not be around forever. It locks at the start of the first game on Sunday. So to enter, just go to dkng.co slash challenge mania. If that's too hard for you, I have the link in my bio on Twitter at Shot of Jaeger, on Instagram at Scott of Jaeger. D's got him in his bios at Derek MTV. But once again, it's dkng.co slash challenge mania. Derek and I will also have the links available on our social pages if you didn't want to write it down just now. As I said, what are you waiting for? Get drafting, eligibility restrictions do apply. See the website to details. There are some states that unfortunately can't participate. But D, five dollars to five enter. Bucks. Five dollars. Five, five dollars. Five hundred yeah. cents. And you could win seventeen hundred dollars of value in prizes, including two VIP mean green tickets to a show that might even be sold out of them. And pay for your hotel, pay for your Uber, pay for your flight, maybe even sit in Delta Comfort seats if you want the extra legroom. Who knows, D? And if they're mad at us that week for some reason, or maybe you were biased that week or something, they can just keep the money, yes. right? <laughs> you can Tell spend your friends. it on yeah. Syracuse throwback jerseys if you want. You can sp- spend it on pizza if you want. Whatever you want to spend the money Doesn't on, matter. that's yeah. yours. If you want to pocket the money and wait till we come to your town and use the VIP meet and greet tickets when we come to right next to your house, you can do that. But people are saying, hey, I'm not great at fantasy. $5 for a chance at $1,700 in prizes ain't bad either ask, way. Ask your, ask your sports buddies who to pick. That's what you should do. Yeah. I'm putting five, bit, four five bucks to in the choose pot. from. Hey, if you want to impress D, just pick a whole lot of Chicago Bears. Who knows? Maybe maybe that helps. Duh, Bears. Win this. No, win this. Ask your ask your sports fanatics, husbands or buddies or your friends' friends, and tell them you put five bucks in the pot. I need to get it done by this weekend before the Duh Bears start um, on Sunday. And then, you know. And then this could be you. You could be flying all. You could be flying wherever the heck you want, or you could be uh, pocketing that money or uh, coming to a Challenge of Mania Live. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, come see us. Tell your friends. Tell your friends to play too because it's a great value. Even if they don't like Challenge Mania, it's basically – 
$1,500 in prizes, and they can give you the tickets if they win. All right, before we get to TJ Lavin, because I know you guys are ready to hear from the host with the most, just want to remind you guys that starting today, January 2nd, free shipping is back on orders over $45 over at challengemania.shop, and that runs until January the 22nd. So a couple weeks, three weeks, I think, of free shipping over there. Now's the perfect time to pick up that merch that you might want to wear to come see us in New York. If you want to impress Marie and roll up rocking that your corny shirt, maybe you head over to challengemania.shop. Free shipping over there. We've got tons of new designs. Devil's Advocate, Needy Greedy, if you want to rock that to come see Nelson in Austin on February the 16th. Tons of new merch over there. Um, And look, we are going to ring in the new year with a lot of fun stuff. We've got a lot of cool things in the works. We're going to be letting come out in the next few weeks. We've got some fun stuff planned for New York in addition to Challenge Mania Live at Caroline's on Saturday the 26th. Might even have some stuff on the 27th, especially for you wrestling fans out there. So um, we have so many new patrons because of the voting process for Challenge Mania Awards. We're going to put that at the end of this podcast. So if you're listening for your Challenge Mania patronage shout out, be sure to listen to the outro of this show. There's just so many that we're putting them at the end of this episode. But I mean, the TJ Lavin episode, not the worst episode to get your shout out in. So hopefully you guys stick around for that after TJ Lavin. You guys killed it signing up to vote. And I just want to clarify something. Everybody who thought that we made the, you know, only patrons get to vote as some sort of way to lure people into patronage or to make money off the Challenge Mania Awards. Here's the deal. We put months and months into this thing. We wanted to make sure it was on the up and up. We don't want this thing to, A, just be a popularity contest of who has the most rabid fans who can stack the ballot and keep voting. And we don't want people to just, you know, with East, with those eggshell Twitter accounts that don't even have a profile photo who are unaccountable, you know, to go and vote as many times as they want. We wanted this thing... We wanted to be able to vet the voters. We also wanted the voting body to be made up of the most dedicated fans, not just of the challenge, but of our show. This is the Challenge Mania Awards. You know, this isn't the Challenge Awards. These are the Challenge Mania Awards voted on by our patrons, not only them, but as I mentioned, a myriad of other podcast hosts, challenge experts, challenge alum, myself and D. And when these winners are announced, you'll know that these came from the minds and the hearts of people who really care, who really pay close attention, and who had to put their name on it. And that's what we wanted to do. And that's why to vote for these things, yeah, you had to be a patron, but you could sign up for a dollar and quit after a month if you want. And we're not raking in it after you guys sign up for a dollar. We appreciate it, but this wasn't some money-making scheme. This was a way to make the voting body limited and controlled because we didn't want it getting out of control and being some blind free-for-all. And we appreciate everyone who did sign up and take the leap of faith to become a Challenge Mania patron. A lot of you guys decide to go ahead and become Maniac-level patrons so you can get the bonus content over there as well. Some of you know we do bonus podcasts every week where we dive deep in some of the inner workings and some of the stew out there and a lot of the rumors that we don't get to cover on this show every week. We cover over at patreon.com slash challenge mania. We were if, we were even we were we were even in the wedding last last two bonus podcasts. Oh, our last two bonus podcasts, not including Ryan Davis, who was our meet the patron of the month, because every month we bring on a patron and interview one of you guys. Another perk of being a challenge mania patron. Ryan was great. He got to cast his challenge mania ballot on the air. So we go through all that voting conversation with him as well, like we did with Susie Meister last week. But we did a two-part podcast with Joe 
Johnny Hickey, who if you guys don't know, Johnny is CT's lifelong friend. He was his best man at his wedding. He came on our show and this guy, I mean, to say he is uncensored and does not give a F. I mean, this guy drops some knowledge and spills some stew that I don't think we ever even thought we would get on this podcast. So stories about CT growing up and Johnny himself has a crazy life story. And you can hear about that and some of the inner workings that went into this wedding and this wedding special and some of the tough times he had behind the scenes at this wedding special because Johnny was involved in this thing a lot more than you might think. Head over to patreon.com slash challenge mania and check that out. And for those of you guys who are also Survivor fans, Lindsay, my wife and I, Lindsay's a diehard Survivor fan. We have been doing uh, not every week, but uh, a few times this season we did Survivor podcasts over there. We just did one for the finale, and I believe you can go and check that one out for free as well. So if you want a taste of our bonus content, you can hear that Survivor finale podcast. You can hear our Meet the Patrons episode with Ryan Davis for free over at patreon.com slash challenge mania, even if you're not a patron. But for all you that are patrons, newly signed up patrons, Please stick around for the end of the show. We will give you all your proper shout out. We promise you that. But we want to get to Mr. TJ Lavin. I mean, could, could there be a better guest to ring in the new year, D? No, I, I don't know. Like, like I just said, are, are we in a warp zone? Are we? Are we in a warp zone? Did, I'm did, did this just happen? I'm impressed with with our ability to make this happen. Uh, for the first episode of this year. Well, there was a little bit of behind the scenes to all this too, but we'll just leave that. We'll leave that alone. And uh, I'm glad we get to ring in the new year with Mr. TJ Lavin because, uh, dude, he just doesn't disappoint. You know what I mean? It was, it, it's no wonder the first time we had him on, it was the most listened to podcast we've ever had. And here we go. Probably will be number one or number two as well. Yeah. Let your friends know, even if they're not weekly challenge mania listeners, give this one a shot. Nobody else has Mr. TJ Lavin for over an hour, but guess who does? We do. Wow. Wow. Cocky, cocky. All right. Happy New Year, Challenge Maniacs. Uh, It is the first day of 2019, and what a way to kick off Challenge Mania than to have one of our most requested guests ever. He came on one of our first episodes of the podcast. If I don't say so myself, Derek and I have improved our interview skills a little bit over the past year, and we are delighted to have with us the true face of the challenge, Mr. TJ Lavin, the host with the most back on the podcast. TJ, how you doing, brother? Happy New Year. I'm doing great, man. I'm stoked to be here. You know, really appreciate you coming on. I uh, haven't haven't seen. I don't think I've seen you in person. Oh, I did see you one time in person. It was in. It was. It was around a a fiery pit in the sand for about an hour and a half. That was the last Insane, time I saw right? you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that. But man, I just want to say we appreciate you coming on. Uh, nice having you. How was your? Do you celebrate Christmas? Are you Christmas? Are you? Are you? Uh, um, do you celebrate so- something else? And and how was your no. New Year? Well, we we do Christmas, but but most like we don't really like. I mean, we don't go too crazy or nothing. But but mostly like me me and my family like we have a little cabin time in in Utah. We go to the cabin in Utah and then chill out there until after just after new year's so usually we come home on new year's day or or a couple days after and we actually came home today so we went snowboarding out there and it was freezing man ah see i have see i have so many personal questions i know scott wants to get into all the challenge all all the stuff that um that all of our listeners probably want to know but for me i personally want to know you had that bike accident earlier this year right was that this year 
Yeah, when I banged my forehead. Yeah, yeah. was that it? Was that just banging your forehead? Because um, it looked brutal. No, well, like the the handlebar came through, it came uh, in between my helmet and my head, and through the face mask. It was a full face helmet, so it was like a freak accident. And and the handlebar actually went right between the helmet and the forehead and cut my head, gave me ten stitches or something. And it was uh, no big deal, but it was it was it was all good. It looked way worse than it than it felt. Yeah, it was definitely a cosmetic injury. I remember yeah. seeing that. It was to use one of your uh, words. It was gnarly looking for sure. Yes, yes, very gnarly. And, I, and it was like it just looked bad. I was like, man, that's gonna scar. But it, it it scarred a little bit. But I don't really give a shit. It's all right. And it, and it wasn't as bad as the bike accident uh, a few years ago, right? No, not even no, close. No, not even close. Not can even. We, cl- not even the same. Can we, thing. Scott? Scott, do you know how bad this bike accident was a few years ago? No, I do. I do. And you know, I didn't have the luxury of, of talking to him about it afterwards, like like you did. But I know everyone was was really scared at the time. So yeah, that one sucked. Yeah, I, and like and like you, you almost. I mean, you had like bleeding in the brain. All that, like you, like you, you had to learn how to how to walk and talk again, right? Yeah, like it's it's interesting because when you when you have to relearn all that stuff, it's 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 not like you're relearning it from scratch, like you're a baby. It's like you're almost reprogramming your brain again. It's not not like I had to learn every single word in the, in the English language, you know. It's like I just had to learn how to pronounce words properly and things like that. I had to go to speech therapy a lot and and things like that because I, my my speech was terrible and my words were all drawn out and my my voice pitch was different and it was just it was just a weird interesting thing but but it all worked out all right scott my last question before we get into all your juicy ones have you been on a bike since this last accident to the forehead yes okay how how about how about how soon after that accident did you get back on a bike uh, I actually still had stitches in my head when I rode. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's why you are the right man for this job hosting the challenge. Because yes. <laughs> when you're out there yes. on the sidelines, because it's one of those things where, you know, some people who, you know, stand on the sidelines for the majority of these challenges and, and sometimes critique the performances in the moment or maybe, you know, a little bit of nod of disapproval and stuff like that. You you know, the challengers in their head might think, man, why don't you try something like this? But with you, Mr. <laughs> And it's impossible to think that, especially hearing that with stitches still in your head, you get back on a bike. Insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that's, I guess, you know, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. It's very nice. But it's just, you know, it's, it's different. It, it is what it is. Like, if, if I, I don't ever second guess somebody when they're doing something gnarly, like, like, you know, somebody's jumping from car to car. That's all soaking wet cars. And like the thing that Leroy got hurt on a few seasons back, uh, I'd never second guess someone doing something like that. Um, when somebody crashes in the water off of a, off of like some trivia stuff, I think that's real funny, but <laughs> you know, and then if they're really crying about it, I'm like, dude, take it easy. Like, it's not that big a deal. Um, so, you, you know, we had you on the show about a year ago and I would encourage anyone who hasn't heard that interview to check it out. It's got a lot of TJ's backstory, some really interesting stuff about, uh, him working as a firefighter for a few years. And we did kind of catch up to that point in challenge history, but this was such a huge year. Um, within the last calendar year, we had two huge seasons, v- vendettas and the final reckoning, the second and third parts of this massive 
trilogy here. So we have a ton to unpack because these, I mean, maybe it's just because we're doing the podcast, but these seem to be two of the most scrutinized, talked about seasons of the show ever. They were loaded with twists and turns and grenades and, and stealing the money from someone in the finale and this and that. So everyone's got a ton of questions for you. So right out the gate, TJ, Katie Moore wants to know what your thoughts were about this option to ask people if they want to keep all the prize money or, or give the, share the money with their partner. We had it a few years ago with Rivals 3. We just had it play out again with Ashley. She just wants to know what are your overall thoughts between that conundrum and that twist that's gotten thrown into two seasons of your show? Uh, it's, it's, it's a weird thing because on one hand, it's real, it's real fun to see that and like, see if somebody would be actually be cool to, to keep all the money or to share the money or if they would be, you know, what, what bananas did just completely owned it. And, and it's like, you know what? I, I, it is what it is. Uh, my friendship with her is not worth 275 grand or however much he stole from Sarah that day. But, but the, this one was super gnarly. And I was like a little bit scared at the, at the event. And I actually had to walk Hunter out and, and kind of give him a little pep talk because I was nervous that he might do something that was a little bit like, you know, I don't know. I didn't want him to regret anything. So I didn't want to like, I didn't want him to do anything crazy because that's a lot of money. And that's something that's real hard to recover. You know, if somebody takes 500 grand right out of your pocket. You want it fair and square. You ate half the stuff or more than half the stuff. Like he, he's the reason they won, you know, like he ate so much in the final and for her just to be like, you know what? I'm taking all the money. But on the other hand, he did say a lot of gnarly things to her throughout the season and you can't do that. And especially when you find out that it's going to be a, a winner take all scenario, somebody might be dealt. It's, it's not very smart to let the other person win. You got to really, really make it your point in the game to win no matter what, so that you can make the right call. If, if you know, if that's how you feel. Yeah, so I, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing, man. It's, it's, it's weird. Like, cause on one hand, I'm like, dude, there's just no way I could ever do that. But I kind of understand if somebody was calling you uh, a slut or whatever, the whole game. And then all of a sudden you get to the final and now you have that choice. Like that's pretty crazy. Somebody send him a devil's advocate shirt. Cause I love the way that you, 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 you looked at it from both sides. You looked at it from, you know, and you, you obviously have it, the inside had, have an inside look at that too. So, and, and I'm glad that like, you know, not only does, does the host of the show go out there and still do some badass shit on the field, um, and has battle wounds, but he's also sort of analyzing the sport in a way, you know, Scott. Yeah, I want to know how much of that stuff were you privy to? Because like we, after the fact, they that you know we were watching the episode. We saw it happen when it happened when when they got into that ordeal where he, he called her that word and whatnot. And then obviously in the moment where she's explaining, "Hey, I'm going to take the money," they're cutting to the flashbacks of Hunter yelling at her a few weeks prior. How much of that stuff were you privy to, TJ, in the moment? Because we know that when there's a fight and stuff like that, and you got to come in and lay down the law, drop the gavel, send some folks home. They're probably showing you that footage. 
footage. But stuff like that, verbal altercations that end up playing a part in the final decision of, of that Ashley makes in the show. Are you seeing that the day it happens, a few days after, our producers or challenge gods just talking to you throughout and letting you know what's going on over in the house? Um, Once in a while, yeah. If something is actually to speak of, I, I see it like when Corey slammed Tony, I saw that. And, and I had to send them home and things like that. But, but for the most part, I'm not really involved with the drama too much. Um, if it's, if it's like him saying, you know, you're a slut and they're yelling at each other, it's not a big deal. I don't really, I don't even know about it. So you found out about that from Ashley in that cave or the fire pit or whatever it was. That's the first you ever heard of that. Yeah. That's the first I ever heard of it. And then when they dropped all that stuff at the finale or the reunion, and they, they showed it. I was like, Ooh, that hurt. And then like, when I saw CT, like just sink in your chair, shut up. Don't say nothing. Like I was laughing. Cause I was like, CT knows what's up. Dude. He like, just, just accept it. Just say, you know what? That sucks. I, I admit it. I was wrong. <laughs> you know? And it was, it was like something that was really cool that he, he was like, just admit it. Just, you know, just suck it up. And then, you know, Hunter was trying to defend it, but like, he's right there on camera. It's, it's hard to defend. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. CT is like the big Papa bear in there now. Yeah. The yeah. Oracle, it's crazy. The moment of truth. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, lots of questions throughout the season in general, but specifically about the final, about transparency with like the, the timing and what counted and whatnot. Dave Woodley wants to know, if allowed, TJ, can you break down in the final the logistics for us in regards to was Hunter penalized for falling off the ladder? Did that add or better his time overall? Were those times uh, tabulated to the total? And how did the other components like eating, standing on the poles factor into the overall times? Because at the end, we kind of hear, oh, Ashley beat Hunter by 32 seconds, but we don't get to see like a running clock of where those 32 seconds got made up. So how do you feel about that? And do you remember the specifics at which they were? Timed? No, I, you know, what, man, I'd be lying if I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember the specifics at all. But I, I, I get it. And, and believe me, like we, went over the numbers. Like I'm not, I'm not a judge and I don't have the timer on me and all that stuff, but I definitely triple check every time, you know, cause there's a lot of money on the line, dude. And there's a big decision to be made. So it's, it's not like we take it lightly. It's very, very serious. And I trust the judges know what they're doing and the timers all have it fully plotted out and they could, they could defend it in the court of law. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's that serious to them. They, they really, really take it serious. It's not like, oh, let's just sweep this under the rug. No, none of that. None of that happens. Do you get a lot of tweets and, and messages from people kind of looking for you for guidance for stuff like this? Because you end up kind of being the de facto face of the challenge gods. And although you're not the one determining what's getting timed or you're not sitting there with a stopwatch, you're delivering the news, you're delivering the information, and you are sort of the, the face of legality in the show. So do you find that like during a finale or after the fact, people are coming to you and saying like, TJ, what's up or what happened here? A lot, bro. I got probably 500 messages from that finale and, and a very bad, a lot of them bad. And a lot of them, like they were just really mad about it and things like that. And that was, I understood I was, I got it. You know I mean? It sucked like that, that, that's what it all came down to. And it was like, man, it sucks when that, when that kind of thing happens and you're like, dude, well, who won? What, what did what, you know what I mean? And, and when you don't know a hundred percent, if somebody deserves that money and then, you know, it's, it's like, man, but at the same time, you have to think about it. Like Ashley 
she worked hard. She definitely ran. The only thing that, that, that Hunter, I mean, there's no way that, that Hunter could hang with her running. You know, he was like, he was, she was, she was killing it. So I, that, that's, that had to be like where she made up the time in my mind. Yeah, I would I, think that. Right? I was saying the, that, you know, uh, when you watch someone devouring food like Hunter did, it's like that that's going to get shown on TV because that's very visually interesting. Watching someone, you know, you know, speed jog 40 yards in front of someone else, probably not going to get a lot of airtime. So that's why I think mentally it doesn't really make sense for a viewer how Ashley per- outperformed Hunter when we kind of lingered more on the stuff that Hunter excelled at than the running. No, 100%. I agree. Like like the the, the food thing to me is disgusting. And I'm glad that we are not necessarily doing that, uh, anymore. I don't like, I don't like that food, you know, like eating, first of all, I don't like when they're eating animal things and stuff. I don't like the eyeballs and like, like dude, uh, uh, an animal needs that eye so he can see, he don't really need you to eat it. You know what I mean? Like he don't need, he don't need you to eat that eye. So, so I don't, I don't like that like at all. And, and now, I hope that that going for, forward from now on, we don't have that kind of stuff. Cause I'm like eating to me doesn't really say the challenge, like, like, like stuff, the stuff that we've been doing, you know, like cool things like distance things and running and really trying hard to, and almost dying with, with exhaustion and, and things like that. That matters to me way more than if somebody can eat gross things. And, and it's disgusting and they're throwing up everywhere and it's like, what the hell for, you know? Tony Raines is listening to this thinking, then what did I just spend the last two years practicing for? <laughs> Dude, Tony is, is probably the best eater I've ever seen on the show, bar none. Wow. Hey, you know, I just, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, that, the, the, that you like like you like it to be or giving the theory of it being a, a sporting event. You know what I mean? Cause like we, we try to do that here a lot, but like with this last challenge, it's it kind of hard to push it in that direction. Like for me, there's always going to be like an asterisk next to this, next to this competition. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it is what it is. It, it, sometimes things don't pan out exactly how you want to do them. But, but I, as a whole, I was like, I was pretty impressed the, the season was cool. But the season that we just filmed right now is uh, now I've been, I've been hosting this show for 23 seasons and it is by far the coolest season that we've ever done. I'm jealous. So I'm jealous. This show is so gnarly and the, the challenges are stepped up so good. I don't think that we've ever done anything like this. And, and, and the final is, I, I know for a fact, the sickest final that I've ever seen in my whole life. So you guys are, are definitely gonna, I mean, we made up for it in spades. If you know, you didn't love how, how it ended and things like that, but it, 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 it is a definitely 
a gnarly, gnarly season. The one that's coming I up. I saw right a now. couple people that were asking you. I forget it was if it was directly about this next season or just in general about the lack of you know physical competition and the emphasis that might have not been put on that recently. And I remember you tweeting back to him like, "Just stay tuned. You got to see what's coming." And it's funny because I know you don't follow, say, Reddit and all these other message boards this closely, but that sent a ripple effect of reassurance through the challenge universe who were like, guys, 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 look at what TJ said here. He said, just wait for the next season. So I think people are really looking forward to this next one because you, I mean, look, everybody's seen a commercial and like you got the movie trailer voice and it's like the end of the trilogy. And we're like, okay, come on. You're just marketing it that way. But when TJ Lavin steps up and says, guys, wait, watch out for this next season. Like we don't think you're bullshitting. So I think everybody's really excited to see what you mean by that. Like, dude, dude, first of all, the competitors that we have are, are awesome. Do you guys know the name of the show yet or no? Uh, no if you're willing to, br- if you can break it for us here and you uh, are allowed to, maybe no, you can. I can't, I can't. I wish I could. I wish I could, but, but if I could, I would, man, I swear to God, but, uh, it, it, I just want to let you know that, that the competitors we have on this show and the, the personalities and the, the, all that stuff is awesome. Great. I love it. But even some of the new, the new faces that you're going to meet on this show, like if you put all of your hatred aside for new people all the time, you are going to love the new people. Like some of the new people are hilarious, are funny. They had me rolling like on the daily, like uh, I, I just loved them. And, and you were like, dude, these are some pretty funny people. And, and then you, you, you couple that with, some of the athletic ability of some of the guys that and, and girls that were on the show. And, and I was just so taken back and impressed. And, and we, they, they made the challengers step up to the next level. You'll, you'll see what time it is when, when the show airs, I am so excited for everybody to see what, what's really going on. Um, and, and now, it's, it's just going to be so good. Well, you mentioned new faces, and Aaron Young has a question about some of the new faces we saw in this last year, in 2018, which I, I think was, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the, the start of this influx of interweaving people from Big Brother and Bad Girls Club and other shows that were sort of even outside the MTV universe. She wants to know if you have an opinion on, on challengers coming from different reality shows as compared to the original format of Real World Road Rules or Fresh Meat. Um, I want to know, TJ, I mean, you don't, you don't strike me as somebody who sits around watching reality TV. You're a sports guy. You're a high hockey guy. So, I mean, to be honest with you, correct me if I'm wrong. Are these people from big brother? They might as well be just fresh meat to you, right? Yeah. It's all fresh meat to me. I don't really care. Like, I don't care what show you were on or what. I had no idea who Natalie was or who any of those people that were from big brother. I don't, I still can't tell you who's from big brother or who's from a different show or, or whatever. As far as I'm concerned, they're all from the challenge. Like they're all same. They're all challengers. They're all they're all my brothers and sisters now, like they're all in our show and that's it. They're, they're with us. So once you touch our show, you don't go back and do whatever else you, you came from. Cause, cause it's, it's going to be boring. Like our show is so sick and we have so much going on and there's so many facets to our show. Like you're going to, you're just going to be bored if you go back doing whatever you came from bad girls club. Are you serious? Like you're just yelling at each other and thrashing and, 
pissing in each other's Wheaties. Like that's not fun. Like this, <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, it is badass. We had we had a great. I mean, so we we are doing these. I don't know if you've seen TJ. We're doing the Challenge Mania Awards, and we're giving out about uh, twelve awards. We have the voting's been taking place for the last week, and some of the tightest battles are for Rookie of the Year because this year, although all these rookies technically came from another show, I mean, technically Kyle came from Jordy Shore, Paulie came from Big Brother, Natalie from Big Brother, um, you know, Davon from Big Brother. Technically, these people came from other shows but as you mentioned it's all fresh meat to you um cam williams in there as well from are you the one i mean like do you think that this year had one of the best rookie seasons ever for new talent on the show because just performance wise and competition wise i can't remember six eight you know however many people came out the gate this season and just straight competed made it really far and really made it scary for some of the vets this year yes i i think so for sure and if i had a put a vote in there. Yeah, like who, please do. Who, who, who would be the rookie of the year type thing to me, it would probably be Kyle for making the final and, and doing well in the final. Like he, when he first showed up, I was like, okay, this, this guy is just a pretty boy. You know, he, he's a good looking dude that just can't really do shit. That's what I was thinking. And, and he did, he proved me wrong a hundred percent. He showed a lot of heart and, and I think he was probably the best competitor and, and made the most waves and he made the most friends like in the house uh, from what I saw, he was making all kinds of waves. So it was, it was, it was pretty cool. Like I, I liked to see him and, and I think that he'll be a, a great addition to our show. Um, and I think that every person that you named from Polly to, to cam, everybody in between, they're all great challengers and they're, they're all real good competitors. So I'm, I'm happy to have all of those guys and, and hopefully they'll stay and stick around. So you would give Kyle the nod over Paulie or Joss. A lot of people voting for Joss because of that. You know, he comes in rock of Gibraltar first race wins the 25 K goes in there, gets dethroned obviously by the other man on the line right now, Derek. So goes home on vendettas, but kind of revisionist history what happens if he doesn't go up against d how far could he have gone and then he goes and comes in second technically on the final reckoning in his second season a lot of people like joss but you're Ooh, saying Kyle, that's a good call i you know what i stand corrected because that's a very very good call but 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 he got dethroned real quick by by derek i mean that, how, how many seasons how many shows into i don't remember derek how many shows into the season did did Joss go home? Uh, I think he. I mean, how many? Uh, how many episodes? You mean? Or yeah, how many like, competitions? Yeah, how many contests? And you know, how, how long did he last? Uh, you know, per se, in the season. Like, was it like 10, 10, 10 challenges or five challenges or or I can't remember yeah. how soon it was that you dethroned him and, and sent him home. But the what all I know is that 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 Kyle came in second to Kara, right? Is that what happened? It was Kara, yep. Zach, then Kyle but, came in third. But, okay. but, but Joss came in second to the million dollars. On yeah. With, with Sylvia. And, but that was such, that was such a different level competition 
for the final challenge. Interesting. Though, too. Wow. Well, oh. that, that says a lot right there that, that you think that that was because you're there for both these things. They both get cut down to an hour for us, but you were there for the entirety of both those finals. So you think the Vendetta's final vastly harder than the, the uh, final reckoning final? I don't know if I say vastly, but it was definitely harder. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want to say, I want to sit here and, and say that the, the final reckoning wasn't good because it was awesome looking. There was a lot of cool points and a lot of cool things that we, we did from, I mean, we started on a helicopter for Christ's sake. That's pretty badass. coming out of the helicopter, going down the ladder and everything else. We almost killed a kid for, you know, that's pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hunter, Hunter fell off this ladder and you know, hey, that's pretty crazy, dude. So, I mean, we did some badass stuff. They were driving land rovers. And what, one thing that's funny as hell is that Paulie had no idea how to drive a stick and, and he was using the starter to drive that Land Rover. I don't know if you guys saw that on the show, but he was using the starter on the Land Rover and just starting the thing in gear. So it was driving until it, until it got enough, enough speed to where he was just driving it. He, he has no idea how to drive stick. Wow. Did we see that? I don't even remember what you're talking it about. It was hilarious guys. Uh-huh. I was like, wow. I asked him specifically so I could explain to him how to, how do you drive a stick? And he said, yeah, yeah. He, he's just, I don't know if he was embarrassed or something, but he didn't want to, he didn't want to tell me that he didn't know how to drive stick till, till it came down to that, that actual section. And then he, he had no idea what he was doing. He just willed it, dude. He just, he, he made it happen and he kept going. So I was like, damn dude, like he really wants to win. <laughs> he had no idea what he was doing. Wow. Well, st- st- stick shifts are hard. Listen, if you don't know how to drive a stick shift, like you're just not going to know how to do it. You know what I mean? It's not you're right. Exactly. It's I mean, not you got to like, learn. Hey, you're talking to somebody on the line who does not know how to drive a stick shift and probably yeah. never will. So yeah, dude, um, I used to have to drive big rigs. D what do you think? I would love to get TJ's take on some of these other categories here. I mean, uh, for symmetry's sake, we got three nominees for female rookie of the year, Tej. Natalie Negrodi, Devon, and Killa Cam Williams. Anybody jump out at you there? Yeah, Cam Williams for yeah. sure. I mean, she's a beast. Like she's she's gnarly. Like she does she does her thing. She's she's really good. And her and Kaylee were a great team. Um, I remember seeing them countless times going into the nominate or in the elimination rounds and just doing really, really well. And Kaylee's another one. Like she, she really surprised me that she could last in the elimination round like that. Like when, when they were freezing cold at night in the water, that was the, that was the worst like elimination that I think I've ever seen. I was, I, I, I saw them having to get into cold water in the nighttime when it was so cold in Africa and she was like, and then the, the, the actual, you know, elimination challenge was so gnarly, like to have to get dunked underwater and not have your feet, like have your feet tied to where you didn't even have control of when you were coming up. Like that was so scary. I was like, damn dude, this is a gnarly one. So like, I was, I was very impressed that they were able to do that. Yeah. Freezing and drowning, freezing and drowning. Yeah, freezing and drowning does not go together. I mean, one or the other, okay, but not not both. Yeah. But uh, Cam, she she she's definitely you know a force. This is an interesting category to get your take on. Um, most improved. Uh, and the four nominees, the first nominee sort of, uh, unless you watch champs versus stars, I don't know if you did, you wouldn't really know what level this competitor started at to where he ended at on the final reckoning. But Jose, um, 
is one of these nominees just based on the fact that I don't know if you saw on Champs versus Stars, the guy almost drowned because he didn't know how to swim. And then he comes yeah. back to Final Reckoning and goes pretty damn far, even with getting thrown in after once after another, going into that redemption house another, a few times. So Jose, Shane Landrum, who I think played maybe the best game he's ever played on the Final Reckoning. Natalie Negrodi once again, uh, and then Marie Rhoda, Cigarettes and Sadness. Who, who jumps out at you there? Mm-mm. Most improved. Like, because it's, it's crazy because I, I'm just coming back from this season. So it's interesting. It's hard to, it's hard to say. But, but Marie, she, she, I mean, she made the final. You know? Yeah. Like, she's not supposed to be in the final at, at Final Reckoning. <laughs> like, yeah. Final Final reckoning, she's not supposed to be in the final. She's not, and she did. So that I would have to say she's the she's the most improved because I don't think if you lined up all the challengers before the show started, you would say, okay, pick the six that are going in there. No one would have picked Marie out of that, and she did it because she's bad. You know what I mean? She's she's doing it, and she started. You could see in the season she started believing in herself halfway through the season, which is half the battle. Cause you guys know that in athletics it's 90% mental. Yeah. Um, th- this is a, a question that I want to kind of interweave in here, uh, that a lot of people had issues with it, with just the format of, of the final reckoning in regards to the redemption house. And I know we've had that before the format where if you, you know, you, you get eliminated, you don't really go home, but Mike Bongiovanni says, obviously it wasn't your idea it was the format, but how did you feel about Paulie and Natalie losing three times and still being able to make it to a final? Do you like the redemption house format and final reckoning or other seasons, or would you have preferred a one and done approach that we've seen say on a vendettas? Um, yeah, I think one and done is better, um, as a whole, because then, you know, you, you can play the game a little easier. Like you can make, make calls and and figure out what you got to do to get people in and out of the house. Um, but you know, it, it, it's, it's definitely a very interesting dichotomy when they have sent somebody home and then all of a sudden they're still there. (laughs) Like that's, that's a big deal. So and as far as Natalie and Polly making it back in that they did that. So you can't, you can't be mad at them. They did it. So I was very impressed that they were able to do that. And, and I felt really bad for them being stuck in that house. Like it was like the penitentiary, dude, you don't want to go there. Cause it like, they're just stuck there. There's nothing to do. And, and they're just, miserable and then all of a sudden they, they they shine they did good do you think there's an argument to be made that maybe they should have to like you know a lot of people say that when you're in redemption house sure you're, you're it's like a penitentiary you're bored whatever but you're not going through dailies you're not having the physical stress being put on your body that the people in the main house are getting do you think they should have to just like i don't know run five miles a day or something to kind of even it out <laughs> well no not necessarily because there's two ways two ways to look at that they're out of practice and, you know, cause you don't really want to, if you're, if you're, if you're the, the team that's before the Super Bowl, you don't want to like be out of practice and not ever ride again or whatever, or not ever, <laughs> ever train again before the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? You don't want to go in there cold with no training, no performances, no, your mind's not in the game. Like they're completely out of the game. They're such at a disadvantage. It's not even funny. If you're not in the game and you're just at some house sitting there doing nothing, then 
you're definitely going to lose. So they were working out, they were doing things, they were doing brain games, they were doing whatever they had to do to try to get into it, but it's still not competition, you know? You are a pro, like the perfect person to to get your take on this category. The best elimination of the year. You were there with a front row seat for all four of these. The nominees are, we discussed it briefly earlier, Joss, Joss and Derek. And don't feel obligated to pick that one because Derek's on the line. The other That's three, what I was going to say. I was going to say that one already, but. But let uh, me throw the other three at you. So okay. Sylvia and Melissa from the same season vendettas, which at the time I believe you said was maybe the best female elimination you had ever seen. I think that was, yeah, a that was a you. really, really good one. And then two from the final reckoning, both of which involved Natalie and Paulie. The first one is the one against Kyle and Brad, where Natalie just got tossed on her head over and over again, which gave her bump scars and bruises that showed up in like her next 20 interviews. And the yeah. next one is her and Paulie against Johnny and Tony, where they have the first part is the eating challenge. And then Natalie ends up, you know, holding that bucket above her head for what, six hours or whatever, and outlasting Johnny in poetic fashion, given their history to send them home and go to the finals. So do any of those three hold a candle to, to Joss and Derek? And, and even if you want to go with Joss and Derek, what was your favorite out of the other three? Um, you know what? I, I think the, the Joss and Derek one and the Melissa and Sylvia one tie, like to me that they are, they're both, real, real good. And, and one, one was, they're both actually very violent, dude. Like, like there's a lot of, lot of, uh, cheating going on with the Melissa and, and Sylvia one, like they were cheating to win. They didn't give a care. Like it was crazy. So I, I don't know, man, if, if I had, a, I, I think that the Derek and Joss one definitely, but, but, Melissa and Sylvia one is real close and I wouldn't be upset if they, if they won. Now here's something you can choose to answer this in however much detail you want to give us. But again, you're, you're looked at as sort of, you know, the, the voice of reason when it comes to a lot of this stuff. And this was one of the more controversial subjects this season. Uh, Mary wants to know, can you give us any details or information regarding the uh, bananas and Tony, Paulie and Natalie eliminations? There were rumors about uh, puking blood, machine mouth, functions and a, a redo of elimination i think um specifically tony and bananas came out after the fact to say that that wasn't the first elimination that they went through the one that we saw that played out the way that we just spoke about how did the, the she wants to know how did the initial elimination compare to the second and do you feel one or both gave either team the upper hand and i will add the Dude. caveat feel free to tell us what you can or can't i really wish i could remember anything that you're talking about right now but i know <laughs> I swear to God in my life, I have no idea what you're talking about. And, and, and like, I am just completely dumbfounded. I have no idea. Like, so apparently that the, that they went out there and started their elimination and there was like a technical malfunction in like a, uh, what is it? An hourglass or something like that. So production had to shut down in the middle of the thing and then come back the next day and do like kind of a, a similar elimination. And that's the one we ended up seeing on TV. Uh, well, all I know is that if, if I, I can't remember that, I don't remember that we, us having to leave, but if it happened, it happened. Uh, I mean, I've only done 400 of those, so who knows? But, but if, if, if uh, I can't remember, man, I don't know. But it, it, all I know is that if it did happen, then we made it as fair as possible. Like there's no possible way that we would make anything like favor somebody over anything, no, ever, no matter what. 
So it doesn't matter if it happens today, tomorrow, the next day, like it will never be unfair no matter what. As long as I'm there, it is 1000% above board. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got one elimination that he'll probably remember. And, and I I was going to leave a no comment next to the eliminations there. Um, but then I got to thinking, you know, he's like stirred my own pot. Um, you remember the elimination with, uh, with CT and Johnny, the CT Johnny backpack elimination. Yes. That was in Prague. I'll never forget it. Yes. Okay. Which elimination wins Joss and Derek or CT and Johnny CT and Johnny hundred percent. Oh my gosh. It's because it, 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 it made world news. Like that was the, and it still makes the highlight reel. Like your battle with Joss was a good battle. Like that's something that was a very good battle. There was no battle at all when it comes to the CT and Johnny one, like dude, CT wore him as a backpack and he just walked through him like cyborg and then body slammed him into the trash cans. And then that was, that was a wrap, but we're talking about 10 seconds, 10 seconds of, of, of a, of a cyborg walking with a guy on his back versus 90 minutes of what I would, would call brutality. Way, way gnarly. Yeah. Your, your, yours was way gnarlier and way better competition, but the other one made way more news and way more highlights for sure. You got to stop comparing these two. Your highlights, I, I needed your highlights, mouth. like your highlights from like your highlights out of, out of you and Joss are awesome, but I have 20 awesome challenges like that. Probably five or 10 of them are you and whoever else like you and Cyrus or you and you know, like you guys, you had countless great battles in the elimination ring. So there's, there's that, that every, every, good battle deserves to be awesome. But that domination of him doing that. And you know what? One other thing is, is one of the biggest blow that I ever saw was when CT pushed Brad, like he broke something or something in Brazil when he yeah. was, he was supposed to win hands down, yeah, easy, one hand no down. problem. Yep. Pushed Brad through, no worries. Could have might as Brad well like he was standing well. still. Yes. And mm-hmm. and then and then he broke the carabiner or something, and 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 it cost him. He had, sent him home. Yeah. That was a big deal, dude. Like that was there was no redemption house. It was just he was gone. Ten it was seconds. Crazy. Ten seconds. Yeah, dude. Was, and that ten, you know, it, and that that's that's something that's funny because. CT only lasts 10 seconds in his eliminations, you know, win, lose or draw the guy. He just, he goes in there, gets it done and, or doesn't. <laughs> That's it. I keep telling D the difference is when inevitably him and Joss win this award for elimination of the year, even though Joss lost, he's going to proudly accept that award. I think if CT and bananas won an award for that elimination, I don't think Johnny bananas is coming to the podium to grab that one. No, he is, dude. He's not mad about it. He's he's like bananas is 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 a sport, dude. He's a gamer. He knows he knows that that was a, a crazy situation, and and you know who knows what the hell happened. And like now, who knows how it would play out? Because bananas is bigger and badder, and he's he's doing it. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's a different game now. Bananas is cool. He, he like he don't he don't really worry about what people say and think and. 
you know, he's not very insecure at all. He's probably the most secure guy. I'm going to pitch something to you. I know that obviously the odds of this lining up randomly would be impossible, but is there a way to line up a rematch in the same type of elimination? I forget what it's called. I think, you know, whatever it was like, you know, up against your back, whatever. CT versus Johnny. Maybe it's the 10 year anniversary or whatever's coming up. And we get them to redo that thing today. Maybe they both get a heads up so they can train for it. And we can see that thing play out again. Put it on pay-per-view if you want. But that would be amazing. <laughs> I don't think it's going 10 seconds again. Do it for charity. Why don't they do it for charity? Um, I don't know, but it'll this year will be ninth year, and then tenth year will be next year. So we we got two years to do it, figure it out. <laughs> hey, dude, that would be honestly, <laughs> Teach. What do you think of that? I mean, would you be uh, into that? I think that I I don't know if you can make lightning strike in, in you know I don't know if you can make the lightning strike twice, bro. I'm not sure because it's it's very. It's, it, it just happened on that night. I mean, I don't know if we can we can do it, but if we if we do, we should all go to Prague and do it in the Gulag, right where we did it <laughs> last time. With the new iPhone SE for less than a hundred bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming, hey mom, hi dear, the iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Before we get back to the interview, I just want to tell you about how you can make your investment game more powerful with Robinhood. Look. I'm a novice, so I'm not a stock expert by any means. I got the Robinhood app, and I love it. It's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everybody, not just the wealthy. That's what I love. Non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. I'm telling you, true confidence. I had absolutely none. Now I have it. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees, trade stocks, and keep all of your profits. They are hooking maniacs up. I'm telling you, all you got to do is go to mania.robinhood.com and they will give you a free stock, Apple, Ford, or Sprint, anything like that. I'm telling you, it's an amazing opportunity. And just for being a maniac, they want to get you to dip your feet in the water. You get a free stock. That's right. Mania.robinhood.com. Go ahead and get the app. Tinker around with it. See if you like it. I promise you, you will. I liked it. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, and track your favorite companies with a personalized news feed. Look, if it works for me, Scott Yeager, it can work for you. Mania.robinhood.com. Once again, that's mania.robinhood.com. And you, my friends, you, my maniacs, are getting a free stock. All right. Yo, you sorry. Here's the, hey, here's the last thing I'm going to say about that. Based on what TJ just said about Melissa and Sylvia, I'm still going to say that the brutality with between the two girls beating the shit out of each other is still more of an elimination than 10 seconds. Then 10 seconds of an elimination is all I'm saying. But you, did you see the body slam that he put on bananas in the, into the trash can? It was like a beautiful touchdown. <laughs> like how humiliating could that be? It yeah, was. It was. It was. It was like he spiked the guy after he scored a touchdown. And he knew he was walking with the guy on his back, about to score a touchdown. And then he like fucking spikes him through the ground. No, it was, it was an awesome scene. I'm just saying. 
you know, when I just, I just don't, I just don't think it, 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 it merits for the elimination round. Shouts to Derek Paul. TJ, we had a kid uh, for our Halloween costume contest. He dressed up as the Johnny Bananas backpack. He dressed up as CT and put a little Ted DiBiase wrestling buddy on his back and took a picture of him slamming him through a yellow bucket. Just like that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you about male competitor of the year. Hunter Barfield, Zach Nichols, Joss Mooney, or Tony Raines. Uh, I think. I, I would have to say Hunter, man, because Hunter won, even though he got smoked out of the money, he won the season. So he's got a, all those other guys, you know, they're, they're doing good, but, but Hunter, man, he, that's he won. what I said. Tony, yeah. So he, he won, he did good. Just to clarify, I, that's what I said in regards to that. He won the season. I think same thing with Sarah, people forget that she won the season. She just didn't get the money. Hunter won this season. He just didn't get the money. So you look at it like Hunter is now a challenge champion. For sure, hundred percent. Wow, you heard it here, folks. D wow. doesn't think so. No, I, 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 I fall, I fall in between. Like I, my issue is when I hear that thirty-one seconds. Oh, Ashley, but Ashley beats you by thirty-one seconds, and there's only going to be one winner. That that fucks everything up. You know what I mean? They're not. Gonna, there's not only going to be one winner though. That was her choice. That's the problem. So if 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 it was like cool, you know, it's every every man for themselves then it's every man for themselves, but it's not, it's teams. And then the one person that does better gets to make the decision whether to keep the money or not. They don't have to. So it, it, she shouldn't have, she should have shared the money and then it would have been no, no, no problems. But like if I, I, I think no matter what, I would have to share the money with my partner. I, I I don't know. I'm not a girl, and I don't I don't know how that feels to have a guy completely bash you all season either. So I, I you know I defend her on that point too. So it's it's a little bit shady that, that he did that and then and then expects to get paid. And you know what I mean? so yeah. so. But he is a challenge champion regardless. He won the show. He did win. Her, him and Ashley are a team. They won. She just got the money. That's all, that's all there is to it. Wow. And what about that 31 seconds? What about that 31 seconds? The 31 seconds is her decision to make. So like she shouldn't have made that decision. Oh. She should have made the decision to share the money. Then no matter what they're out, they're both champions. Right. So like, yeah, I said, I said, and the first place team goes to Hunter and Ashley. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, so that was it. Now what? is the tough decision. But the win, but the, the, it, yeah, I, See, I'm with TJ on this, dude, the winners she were she Hunter and win. Ashley. She just got to make the decision. You know what I mean? Like yes. they, they all, they both won. And then she got to make the final decision yes. about the money. Yeah. The Patriots win the, the Super Bowl. Tom Brady gets to go to Disney world, MVP. you know, exactly. Right. Um, all right. Female competitor of the year, wow. Sylvia, Ashley, Cara, or cam. Cara Maria. Yeah. What makes you say that? Cause she's, she's, she's really, really good all the time. Money in the bank. Yeah, dude. She's, she's really good. She's not inconsistent at all. She's just real good all the time. Well, I shouldn't say all the time. I should say 98% of the time. She's really good. And there's, 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 I'm sure there's a couple times that she was like off her game. I, I don't know if she's a great swimmer or not. Um, so if there's a challenge that has to do with swimming, I, I wouldn't put money on her, but 
other than that, like she's, she's rock solid. There was a couple times this season where her and Marie didn't, uh, fare that well in a challenge. And I remember you were pretty vocal about your disappointment in them. Was that because you, you hold Cara in such high regard? Because I think you were almost more outward about that than I I've seen you with most people when they have lackluster performances. Yeah, I would say because I expect her to do well. So I, I get a little upset when somebody doesn't perform to the best of their ability, but it's not out of not lack of skill. It's, it's like if you don't perform because lack of skill, that's great. No problem. But if you don't perform because your, your, your attitude ain't right or because you, you can't get your mind right. Like, give me a break, dude. Like you, you, you got to figure it out. Um, Crystal wants to know what was your opinion on the pasta gate situation with Corey and Tony. And she also wants to know what your opinion was on the bananas and Devin situation. So how much of that did you see? I didn't see any of it until I had to kick, kick Corey off, off the show. So when I, I, I was very bummed out for that whole thing, man, I was like, dude, why did you do that? And he, I'm sure he had some liquid confidence in him too. And they, they were all a little bit hammered and tipsy and, and it is what it is. Like you don't, you don't do that, but at the same time, you, you, you don't throw somebody's pasta out the window, but if they, if they, if you do, don't, don't risk the money for you and your partner for a stupid body slam. And, and that was pretty much a sucker punch that, you know, when he slammed Tony, cause Tony thought they were going to make up and be cool. And then Corey hit him with the, with the judo throw and like slammed him so hard. Like he could have got him hurt pretty bad. And so I was, I was like, damn dude, like you can't do that stuff. You got to control your emotions, especially in the show, because there's a lot of money on the line. That's not just yours. It's you and your partner. So that's, that was kind of what bummed me out, but he, he made up for it. He was real cool about it. And you know, he was, he was very apologetic and, and it is what it is. You know, he regretted it. We uh we had Devin and Tony on the podcast shortly after that whole thing went down and both seemed to think that in the moment there was a chance or at least the challenge gods behind the scenes were deliberating over whether um bananas or Devin should go home as well. To us as viewers, it seemed kind of cut and dry, Corey, and that's it. Um, how much, you know, behind the scenes was put into, you know, what was going on with bananas and Devin or Tony as well, I guess, was the other person who might have gone home for his role in, in getting slammed. Was there ever talk about anyone other than than Corey being at fault for any of this stuff to the point of uh, being disqualified? No. Hell no. Like, like it was it was not even close. Like if you look at the tape, it's not even close. It was no fight, no punches thrown, no nothing. I mean, the dude, okay, threw some pasta out the window. That's, that's like, you know, whatever. But he, he, that sucks. Don't do that. That's not very cool. But for him to slam him so hard like that, but there was zero retaliation, you know. So you can't say that there was, you know, that wasn't a fight to where it was like people were swinging back and forth and and winning, losing, nothing like that. It was just somebody that just got smoked. Um, by the same token, Robert wants to know what's the difference between 
Kayla and Melissa's situation, Corey and Tony situation, and then the Sylvia and Marie situation because one of those teams weren't sent home for physical violence. Is it because Marie says it's no big deal um, because Tony and Corey seem to squash it the next day as well? So is it the degree of violence? Are you are you privy to sort of what is the distinction there? Because when you build up the whole headbutt for for a few commercials leading up to the episode and make it look like this big moment, it's kind of like, huh? How come she doesn't get sent home afterwards? Sylvia, that is. Yeah, it, it, if if you build it up, then it, you can you can make it look like it's something that's a lot more than it was. So that's probably what happened. I can't really say because I didn't. I don't make the calls, and I don't know exactly what happened. I don't. I wasn't there. I don't see what happened. But they see that footage inside and out. They they one hundred percent know what what was what, you know what I mean? So that, you know, like when Melissa is punching and, and, and they're punching back and forth, that was a, a big deal. Like, I don't know. I don't remember what happened, but they were hammered. I think and most of this stuff they're they're all hammered. Right. So, so it's like, they wouldn't, they would never do things like this if they were completely sober and rational thinking. So when you're trapped in the house and you're, you're hammered and it's very, very hot in, in a lot of situations, it, 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 def, it tends to, to turn up the heat a little bit. So I, I don't know exactly what, what the guidelines are, or what the line is, but I do know that the, the smart thing to do is just to keep your hands to yourself and, and, and play the game. When's the last time one of these things happened when it was light out? Am I right? Like, has that ever happened exactly. on the show? <laughs> no, I don't um, think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, it has happened. It has happened. But I, I would have to say the last time I saw that happen was in Africa back in the day. First Africa, I think. Uh, maybe it was in Africa. But, yeah, I think it was uh, Africa and somebody. Uh, it was a girl punched somebody in the daytime they punched um i can't remember what it happened but it was one of the girls got into a fight in the daytime it was at a challenge and i was like oh is that tina is it tina or something oh tina and beth at the challenge yes 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 it was yes that was it was was when it was right when dm took her yes it was when dm wig off wig off yep yeah yeah it was weak that was a really really weak punch she like grazed her and they kicked her off. Well, I think it was just the attempt, like, yeah, very, 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 like there was very super intention behind it. It was, you know? whereas yeah, the, the headbutt thing where they were yelling at each other and they're, they're trying to get in each other's face and yeah. there was, there's no actual punch thrown, you know what I mean? Or a real headbutt where she headbutted her, like yeah. grabbed her head and fully headbutted her. There was none of that. Yeah. Marie, Marie said it was a head nudge really is what it was. It was, it looked almost like a push. Yeah. You know head, what I mean? It could have, equi- yeah, it could have almost been equivalent to like a push. Like I'm shoving you with my head, get out of my face only with my head. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I can, I can, I can dig that. <laughs> so I'm going to use the mentions of Tina and Beth. As a segue to ask Annie's question, who's an old school challenger or an OG is what we like to call him that you would like to see return to the game, Tej? Um, 
Well, Derek's Derek's gonna. He's still returning. He's always in and out. Whatever. But I would say. Conversation. I would say. I would say Mark Long. Yeah. I'd like to see Mark Long. We really love to see that too. But like you know, kind of. All right. Let's like kind of waver our expectations a little bit. What are the odds that that really really happens? Because I know he wants to be on the show. He puts it out there as much as possible. Dirty Thirty would have been perfect for him, but he didn't get the call. So, do you feel like the the ship has just sailed? I mean, is are are you saying there's a chance? Uh, I I don't. I I don't have any say in that stuff, brother. Or else I I I would totally be into it. I mean, I think he's. He's awesome, but I don't have any say. He might just be too mature for the show, like to where he 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 doesn't fall into the crazy shit and like he doesn't he doesn't like fist fight or anything like that. He's he's cool, you know. What I mean, he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm I'm good. I'm just happy to be here, dude. You know, he's he. I'm, I appreciate being in this badass country in this amazing house with these awesome people. So I think that's probably why he hasn't got the call because he's just damn, too damn cool. Yeah. Well, I'd also I also feel like if it was the only thing keeping him from being in the house, he'd he'd headbutt someone if he needed to. Um, let's we'll rapid <laughs> fire right. a couple of these and then we'll let you go uh, because I know you want to get to watch that Golden Knights t- uh, game. Um, yeah. Someone here wants to know. Okay, um, Kelvin, I should say, wants to know how many more seasons do you think you'll be hosting, and he wants you to know there is no challenge without you. So apparently, when you stop hosting, there will be no challenge. But Kelvin <laughs> wants to know how many you think he got left in you. Or is that something you don't think about? Um, I, you know what? I I don't think about it. I think that it's it, like I'll I'll host it for as long as I can. Like I I'm, I love it. It's 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 a real good time, and I don't think that you can age out of hosting if you're just, you're just hosting. And so I, I'm not going to like get tired of it because I'm, I'm old, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm done with the game. Uh, so I, I feel like I'm good. I mean, it's just honestly stay, stay fit and healthy and, and just happy. And I'll just keep, keep doing it, man. However long, whatever. I, I feel like at least a few more, you know what I mean? I don't know how many more seasons are going to be, for the show, but I, I think I don't know, maybe 30, 40 How many? How many should we have? Uh, no? I think it should go on forever. There's no reason that it shouldn't. I mean, yeah, they're about to go on to. I mean, Survivor's been on forever, and the challenge has been on forever. I don't think either one of these things should go anywhere anytime soon. If you ask me. All right, well, let's just keep it moving then. Yeah, I think it should be the next WWE or UFC. I think the ch- I think challenge the challenge has all the makings and all the characters and all the records and all the history to sort of keep it going. Even like CrossFit, you know, back in the day, they, they, when CrossFit first started, it was like on a dirt road, you know. So why can't why can't the challenge stick their nose in there and be one of these like you know top four sub sport type of you know, forever kind of, kind of deals. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can. I mean, it really can because it, it just, it just has to, uh, we need to focus more on, on the athleticism. I think like, because these people are definitely athletes and, and they're, they're, they're not getting the, the shine they deserve on, on the athleticism. So let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We, we, we go back and forth. And like, like, like I mentioned before, I, I, I wasn't this, this last season wasn't so much the, the final record. It wasn't so sporty for me to watch. You know what I mean? Uh, based on like all the other experiences I've had with the challenge, like what, what would you compare it to? Cause obviously WWE 
is like sports entertainment. Then you got something like CrossFit that calls itself, you know, the, the, the sport of fitness. And then UFC is literally dudes beating the men and women beating the shit out of each other. You know what I mean? So what would you call our sport or what some would say the fit call the fifth sport like Bill Simmons? It's the agility. It's the agility. Yeah. Agility. So it's, it's well-rounded agility is what Okay. What the challenge is, it's well-rounded agility. So everything from your mind has to be sharp to, you have to have great balance. You have to have super good swimming skills in a lot of this stuff. And you definitely can't get tired jogging. So you better be able to run, you know, and there's, there's a lot of agility and, and, and that's the one word that I have that, that forms to a well-rounded athletic person. And, and, and that's what you would almost, uh, that is the, that is what you would sort of, that's the first word that comes to mind when you think of challenge yeah. as being a sport. Yep. Because like you think about all the greatest challengers, like the greatest players, they're all very, they have a lot of agility. Like they're, they're, they're definitely skilled players. Like bananas has a lot of agility. Like the dude can, can do a lot of different things fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He can, yep. he can figure it out, figure out the game, do the, do the damn thing and have a great gameplay going into it. And he's really good at it. And so that's, that to me, that takes a certain skill uh, and, and a lot of agility and he has it. And so like, he's a very good example of somebody that has that. New York City, we are coming back to our home away from home, Caroline's on Broadway, for our first Challenge Mania Live of 2019. It is Saturday, January 26th, for a 1 p.m. meet and greet and a 3 p.m. live show with a panel that between all of them have eight Challenge Championships, and that's if you include D's, which he insists that I do. But without D's, you still have five. That's right. Three from Kenny Santucci, two from Susie Meister, and also on the panel, Final Reckoning finalist Miss Marie Rhoda. That's right, New York City's own Rhoda. If Ja Rule was there, he'd say Rhoda. It's a great panel at Caroline's Saturday, January 26th. Tickets are still available at challengemania.live. It's Saturday, January 26th at Caroline's on Broadway, the first Challenge Mania Live event of 2019. Susie Meister, Marie Rhoda, and Kenny Santucci. Tucci on the Caroline stage with myself and the devil's advocate himself, Mr. Derek Kaczynski. We cannot wait to see you guys at Caroline's this January. Um, TJ, I don't know how much of this stuff landed on your desk this year, but something that people were constantly asking us about throughout the season on like an episode by episode basis and something that the challengers were constantly bringing up both on social media and when they'd come on our show as sort of like explaining why they might have looked like they had a lackluster performance were these quote unquote equalizers that needed to be uh, employed because of the fact that you had females competing against men in some of these eliminations. Jessica wants to know, uh, she's curious about your opinion on the equalizers. Did you feel there, that they were always fair? And what's your ideal way to avoid using them or at least make them more transparent for us as viewers? Because we couldn't even find out until after the fact what was, what was happening. Yeah, I think that I, I don't really love equalizers when it comes to the physical challenges. I think the only way to, to make it super fair to where anybody can win anything is, is to have games and or puzzles involved. Um, if you, if the more puzzle driven the ch- the challenge is, or the more you use your brain 
the more equalized it is. You know what I mean? The, anybody can win a, a brain game. It, it's not, it there doesn't take a, a, a level of skill that somebody can't have. It's just a matter of how much smarts you have at the time. And it's not even that you're smarter than that person forever. It's just at the time of that puzzle, your brain worked perfectly and theirs didn't. And so it could be, it doesn't matter if you're a boy or girl it, at the end of the day, if, if you put that puzzle together first, you win, you know? So I think that, that that's the equalizers that I would like to see in the future to make it to where it, it was way more fair. Other than that, it's, it's like who can last longer, those kind of things to where it's not like a certain weight. It's like if, if it was cold water or if it was, a temperature thing, you know, where somebody could last longer or if they could hold their body weight up longer or things like that might be better or to where it was, it wasn't so if, if you can carry this much weight or if you could push that much weight, that, that stuff is kind of unfair to me because men are just generally stronger than women in, in, in athletics uh, in that way. You know what I mean? So it's like, some, some things it's like, you can't say that's an equal, equal thing because it's not fair. There's a reason why there's men's and women's sports. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't fight each other in the UFC and things like that. You know what I mean? So you can't put them together in, in certain physical competitions and say that it should be equal because it can't, like, you can't do that. Uh, it's not fair. So uh, like it, the more that we use our brains, the better. And, and even endurance challenges, I think that those are really, really well, uh, they, they do really well, um, for equalizing the situation where you don't have to make it easier or harder for a girl or a boy. Like, I don't think it should be that. I think it should be where the game is actually, it, it could be won by either or, you know, yeah. I think an issue that a lot of people had with it was, you know, the, the challenge gods actually making an effort to even the playing field sometimes actually swung it the other way and made it almost unfair for the, the person who sort of started with the advantage. The example everyone uses is this elimination towards the beginning of the season where Paulie and Natalie were competing against uh, Cam and Kaylee and Cam and Paulie were both hooked up to bungee cords, but Paulie had like double the amount of restraint on him. So you had Cam who looked like she was having a pretty easy go of it and Paulie who like couldn't even get to what he needed to grab. Um, and it sort of fe- felt like the disadvantage was, you know, swayed too far in the other way. So sort of, you know, honestly like making an issue out of something you were trying to use as a, as a solution. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think that's, you live and learn. Definitely. It wasn't, it wasn't on purpose. There, there's no doubt about that. Um, but it, it, it definitely could go that way. You could make it too easy on one, one scale or too hard on the other, you know? So it's, it's something that you, you, you gotta watch that and and it's you don't want to have that ever happen so we'll let you go on this teach uh challenger of the year it's it's both male or female in the same category this basically just means who won the year overall and this is 2018 so this includes vendettas final reckoning champs versus stars three but no dirty 30 or anything like that ashley mitchell tony reigns or car maria they're the only three nominees for this category So remind me again, it it was a final reckoning. So 
Yeah, so basically we, what we have is we have the Vendetta's champ, Car Maria. We have one half of the champs, the champs versus stars, Tony Reigns, who also made the final on Vendetta's, almost made the final on Final Reckoning. So an overall solid resume for Tony. And then Ashley Mitchell, who, of course, won the Final Reckoning. Mm, you know, I, I got to say, I, I think it was probably Tony's coming out party. You know, Tony, Tony's looking pretty good, man. I, I like, I, I like, I like Tony. I, I think Tony, Tony came into his own. I think I, I'll give Tony the challenge of the year because uh, a challenger of the year, because he, he's, he's, uh, he showed he showed me a lot, man. Like he, he definitely came, came to play this seasons, these, these last few seasons. And he found his own in, in, uh, in the chance versus stars. He, he found a new a new Tony. That's pretty good for him. So I'm I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he did real well, and uh, I think he'll he'll be a force in the future. Wow. And Melanie wants to know which season out of the trilogy, the Dirty Thirty, Vendettas, and the Final Reckoning, did you enjoy the most? Um, I think probably. So that was Spain and South Africa. Was that Spain and South Africa, well, TJ? It was, it was Colombia, Colombia, Spain, Spain and South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I would probably have to say. I probably have to say Spain was pretty cool, man. Spain was like, that. That was a really cool season. So, I loved how clean it was and how straightforward yeah. it was. Yeah, I did too. I, I think I, I loved it too. So I, I would say Spain. Is there is there anything cool you did back there behind the scenes that you got to experience at any of these locations? That's my last cheese ball question, Scott. Um, yeah, I, I I loved going to Morocco, Africa, and from Gibraltar, taking the boat over to Morocco. That was pretty cool. Um, I loved that, and uh, so so I, I also loved going to the coffee shops in Cape Town, South Africa. Um, I went to a lot of the coffee shops, like. Uh, House of Machines. I I, I session that place a lot. Um, I loved that. You know, what I mean, like being a local, it was it was just fun to me. Mm-hmm. So I like I like that as well. Did, were there? You know, I I did South Africa with you a long time ago. It was Inferno Three. I won my first challenge championship there, and there was like a a, a craze of baboons. Did you yeah, see a lot of baboons there. this time around? Oh yeah, for sure. Did you have yeah, any inter- awesome. did you have any interactions? Did you have any no. any, any close calls? No, 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 no. You can't play with those things, dude. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, yeah. brother. Well, dude, thank you so much for joining us to kick off 2019. We really appreciate it. Um, and uh, good luck. And we can't wait to hear about the the theme and the title and uh, all the new players and the returning cast members of this next season. We hope you can come back later in the year to chat with us about this one coming up. All right, brother. Take care, you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, TJ. We appreciate it. All right, everybody. There he was, Mr. TJ Lavin, living up to the hype. Is there anybody cooler than that guy, D? I don't think so. What do you think? I don't. I just love at the beginning of the podcast where he was. We talked about you know his his accident. You know what I mean? Because it really. It, it, you know the fact that 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 you're that the host of the challenge is out there still doing like you know insane stuff and and you know yeah the face plant sucks you know what I mean? but what are the chances the the handlebars go through 
the the face mask, the face shield, the the helmet, right? That's that's how he described it, you know. And and to just put some more hair on the chest of the challenge, Scott. <laughs> is that making sense? Hey, I, I I hear you, brother. And what I love about TJ is that, you know, we've had guests on this show and I don't fault them for it, but you can hear because, I mean, we, we sometimes we put people on the spot. We ask them tough questions. These are questions that come from you or myself, but also from our, our dedicated listeners. And people want to know about the inner workings of this show and they want to know people's opinions. And you don't get that sense that he is putting any sort of gloss over his answer. You know, you know it's coming straight from the mind and straight from the heart of a guy who was there for every bit of this thing. And and he really cares about the show, but he also cares about his thoughts. You know, like I'm listening to him and I can just hear in his voice like this is coming from this man's heart right now. It's not he's not giving us a canned response. This isn't a host going around just doing a press tour hyping up the next season. This is a guy who gave us his honest opinion on a lot of stuff including some of the Challenge Mania awards, D. How cool is that? I just I just like the way he cares about this thing being a sport, you know, and pushing it in that direction. And and, and that and he embodies that. You know, he he's sort of uh, being the face of the show for so long. It's he, he like you said, he cares about it, you know, being a sport. And I, and I love that. So um, what I love about having him on is when uh, when we ask him a question that we've been kind of I mean, some of these things we've been going back and forth on, like whether Hunter is a challenge champion, whether, yeah. you know, this or that. When, to be honest with you, uh, tell me if you agree when TJ gives his thoughts, I'm kind of like, all right, that's kind of gospel here. You know, if TJ looks at yeah. Hunter as a challenge champion after that win, he's a challenge champion after that win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I like it. And he fucking totally spun my head with the whole elimination thing. You know what I mean? And you got to stop asking people about your elimination versus Johnny and CT's elimination. First of all, I don't even think that they're comparable. But yeah, occasionally you're going to get a guy like Teach who goes with that one. Yeah, yeah. And totally just fucked me up because I'm like, there is no way. But. I mean, you know, and I, I'll still debate it. Don't uh, don't make me fucking have him send the tape. Don't make me send the tapes over there. But I'm just saying, like you said, he, he, he kind of flipped us all. He kind of balanced. He kind of put an ending to the final reckoning and sort of like uh, what do they do when 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 your time is ended on Survivor? What do they do that? They, they, they put knock the fire out. And it's yeah, they done. snuff your torch. It's, it's almost like he sealed the deal on 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 this year for us. You know what I mean? And yeah, whatever a questions great you way, have, great yeah. way to begin 2019 by putting a bow on 2018 with Mr. TJ Lavin. Uh, really fun. You guys have one more day to vote. So if you haven't voted yet, I mean, now you have TJ's thoughts to help you uh, maybe solidify wow. yours there. I mean, I thought it was interesting. First thought out the gate by him was Kyle. And then the minute I mentioned Joss's resume, he flips it. Yeah. Um, and and I and I and I like it, but it's just I just don't agree with it. I don't agree with it all. And for him, I think it all kind of uh, it all kind of blends together in a way. Because even for me, it takes some time to sort of be like, oh, this happened on this season. This happened on this season. For him, it's been like I don't even know twenty plus seasons straight through. Let's mention some of our new patrons over at Patreon.com/slash Challenge Mania. When people found out you had to be a patron to vote. 
We got a lot of people who signed up for a dollar just so they can vote. That is awesome. We also had a lot of people sign up at the Maniac level, which is $15 if you guys don't know, and that gets everyone the bonus content over at patreon.com slash challenge mania of which there is a plethora so welcome to all you guys regardless of the tier level want to shout you guys out this is going to take a while but i mean what a better episode to get your shout out on than the one with tj lavin here to start off 2019 all right so thank you so much to our new patrons which includes uh jackie dominus diana Plaskencia, javier vargas amy jones lisa moreno Hillary Holder, Barbara Dunn, Tammy, Petey Bailey, Danielle Deppies, Bliana Kelly, Made Valadnegro, Candace, Mil- Candace Williams, Abigail Myers, Julie Rebina, Brittany Cole Morgan, Natalie Zwingman, Michelle Zapata, Katie Mashik, Liliana Perez, Marianne Shaughnessy, Courtney Chamberlain, Natalie Von Till, Aiden Moore, Adriana Luna, Joey DiLorenzo, Casey Bush, Lucille Priolo, Sarah Hodgen, Lisette Trejo, Hannah Buck, Lillian Madden, Katie Smuck, Crystal Wetzel. I told you it was a lot. I got a lot more. You need some water? Go- yeah, right? Ashley Goyette, Justin Losher, Derek Lambert, Lindsey Walker, Katie Clark, Nathan R. Stevenson. Sounds so distinguished with that middle initial there. Jacqueline Dinocenzo, Natalie Stack, Julie Cote Perso, Julie Fortin, Amy, I have to click to the next page, give me a moment. Friendly Nelson, I don't know if that's a real name or not, but I dig it. Sounds awesome. Michelle Brunton, Dan and Kelly Nizer back. What's up, guys? First Challenge Mania couple back in the house as patrons. Appreciate you guys. Kimberly Uzturk, Mallory Traver, Robert Free, Sherry, Bethany Williams, Jessica Martin, Ashton Presley, Nicole Sokol, Carlos Martinez, Ryan Dockery, Krista Turnage, Ty Fan, Christina, Becky Johnson, Maisie Swank, I'm on a roll now, D, Sarah oh. Watson, John Bills, Jessica Angle, Jessica Angle, new patron, got a question on the TJ Lavin episode, that's how you do it. McKenna, McKenna, oh wow, this is definitely Polish, McKenna Szyoktkoz, Shulkas, McKenna Chokush, Chokush, Taylor Kabbalah, Liz Goshert, Nicole Zaru, Laura Kramer, Elizabeth Marie Rodriguez, Mikey Gallagher, Dahlia Chutsky, Dahlia Chuksite, Anthony Pisano Jr., <laughs> Laura, Gonzal- Laura Gonzalez, Rami Emmer, Caitlin Lopez, Amanda Cabreza, Nick DeEsposito, Scotty Clevel, Dawn Brand, Brett Pick, Roderick Stevenson, and Natasha Hen. I think that's it, but wow. Welcome to the yeah. Challenge Mania family, or as we like to affectionately refer to you guys, the Pod Squad. Yeah. Um, I want to remind everybody one more time, just because it takes a little bit of hand-holding here. I know not all you guys might be well-versed with DraftKings, so I'm going to walk you all through one more time this amazing contest we have coming up this Sunday, the 6th of January, where you can win an all-expense-paid trip for the most part 
$1,500 to go towards your travel. So depending on where you're coming from, maybe you're coming from Alaska, maybe you need to toss in a little bit of coin. But for the most part, $1,500 should cover hotel, travel, Uber, uh, flights, all that good stuff to come to the Challenge Mania Live you're choosing. It's a great prize. It comes with that plus two VIP meet and greet tickets to whatever Challenge Mania Live you want to come to. And that includes New York and Chicago where the meet and greet tickets are sold out. We teased it last week. This is how you can do it. The moment has come. We're hosting another fantasy football contest on Sunday, January 6th with our partner DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. Go to dkng.co slash challengemania. That's dkng.co slash challengemania. You're going to draft a full lineup of players. It costs $5 to play. $5. Watch your players rack up points on Sunday. So there's four teams playing on Sunday in two games. You can only select players from those four teams, but that might even make it easier for you to choose, to be honest with you. If you're not well-versed in fantasy like Stephanie Severino, our Challenge Mania, a fantasy football league champion, who, thanks to her, Autism Speaks, received a $1,000 donation on behalf of us and all the Challenge Maniacs. So kudos to you, Steph. Kudos also to Taylor May for coming in second place there. If you score the most points, you win the VIP meet and greet passes, that's two of them, to the Challenge Mania Live you're choosing, whichever one you want to go to, whether it's New York, Chicago, Austin, or even one we haven't announced yet. Plus, you win $1,500 from DraftKings that can go towards your hotel, your travel, whatever you want to use it on. If you decide that we are terrible and you never want to come to a Challenge Mania Live, you can use it to buy whatever you want. You can go to challengemania.shop and spend it over there, and guess what? You get free shipping until January 22nd. Bam, 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 bam. But you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to spend it on us either, you know? So no, spend it on your, your wife or your girlfriend tell, or your husband. Tell your friends that there's a contest out there for five bucks where you could win $1,500. I don't know if that's... It's not that, that, no. I mean, and, and to be honest with you, with the amount of people you're going to be playing against, it's a pretty good shot. I mean, it's one of those things, a lot of the contests over at DraftKings where you can win that amount of money, there, there's a lot of people playing them and a lot of them are, are well-versed in the DraftKings system and uh, you're going to be playing against other challenge maniacs. So it's all in good fun over here and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with it. D and I are going to be in it, but Lord knows we will not win it. We did not do very well in the uh, fantasy league this year. Um, $1,700 value, that's the two meet and greet VIP tickets as well as the $1,500 in travel expenses. Only $5 to enter. Make sure you act quickly. Don't wait till Sunday. Sign up now. Pick your team. You can always tweak it between now and Sunday, but just in case you forget, do it now. The contest won't be around forever. It locks at the start of the first game on Sunday. Check the schedule. Make sure you don't miss it. To enter, go to dkng.co, not .com, .co slash challenge mania dkng.co slash challenge mania. Derek and I will also have the links available on all our socials. He's at Derek MTV on all platforms. I'm at shot of Jaeger on Twitter at Scott of Jaeger on Instagram. You can check those out too. What are you waiting for? Get drafting now. Load your team up with Chicago bears. If you want to support D Brown knows a little bit eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details on, uh, on those restrictions. All right, D with all that behind us, with the free shipping over at challengemania.shop behind us, with the tons of new patrons we have over at patreon.com slash challengemania, who we cannot thank enough, what else do you have to say to close out this first Challenge Mania episode of 2019 with Mr. TJ Lab? What an episode, am I right? Yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. That was awesome. And uh, I remember what I was going to say. It was the Challenge Mania Awards. We, we put a lot of thought into it. We did, we did a couple debates a couple podcast debates on the challenge mania awards. And I think we would have changed his mind in a few different directions. You know what I mean? Uh, as far as like his picks go, because me and you, 
we analyze this thing. He sees it and then kind of like probably forgets about it every now, you know, once he moves on to the next project, you know? So, um, but besides that, um, I'm going to go say hi to Mike, the Miz uh, backstage. Cause I, I'm just getting done with, with, uh, with, with SmackDown live. So, um, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you guys later and uh, to all the patrons. Thank you. We appreciate you. And, um, hopefully you guys will, you know, if you guys sign up for the bonus content, um, you know, hopefully you guys enjoy that. And if you, and, and if you're just, you know, just kind of kicking off, thanks for being a part of the part of the squad for now and being a part of the challenge mania awards. Yes. We appreciate you. Thank you. We appreciate all of you. And of course we appreciate Mr. TJ Lavin. Let him hear it folks. He's at TJ Lavin on Twitter. Thank him for being so candid with us here on Challenge Mania and helping us ring in the new year here at Challenge Mania. We promise, man, 2018 was an awesome year for us here at Challenge Mania. 2019 is going to be even bigger and even better. And who better to close out this episode than Mr. TJ Lavin himself? So, Tej. All right, guys, this ends your time here on Challenge Mania. Take care of yourselves, and hopefully we'll see you in the future. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese, or Filet-O-Fish. You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's, because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, Crispy 10-Piece Chicken McNuggets, Juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or Savory Filet-O-Fish. Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal, single item at regular price. 